I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Hey. Hey. So. Talk about uh, atrocities. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just thinking, how often do you like make Donnie go to the doctor? I don't. Um, It's usually when something's really wrong and he needs to. And then of course I have to take him and like, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm the one who constantly says like, maybe you should go to the doctor or, and he doesn't. Right. So like I said, until he's in a panic. (laughs) Well, I, so I definitely have had to quote, make Shane go to the doctor. Um, He hadn't been to the doctor in like 15 years when we got together. And I don't know if you remember this. I also had to make him go to the dentist. Yes. He's like one time he hadn't been to the dentist also in like many, many moons and like something broke off of his tooth and he thought his tooth had broken. And it turns out it just because he hadn't had a cleaning in so long, it was like some sort of like build up. It was built up. And like, I come home and he is like laying down on the couch. Like he's just been given a cancer diagnosis and with a lap on his blanket and like, I went like kneeled down next to him and I was like, what's going on? And I was like, we need to like kill this FDR vibe because <laughs> like we're fine. And you just it's need to very James him. Madison, hypochondriac, very yes. much. <laughs> like I couldn't even see anything. Like it was a lot. And I think that like we do have this like narrative in our culture, right? Of like men don't want to go to the doctor and women have to make them or they wouldn't take care of themselves. And in my case, it is very true. When we say make. That's an important. Yes. I'd like to like, let's get in that real quick. So So what what we're talking about today is vaccine coercion. Okay. And so I think probably everybody has, nobody wants to go to the doctor. Okay. Nobody enjoys going to the doctor. And I think most people, if they didn't have someone in their life pushing them to do something, like go, go to the doctor and take care of themselves, a lot of people would let it fall down the to-do list to the bottom or maybe even off the end. Um, I don't like going to the doctor. I hate going to the doctor. But sometimes that's what we got to do. <laughs> my, mom, my mom grew up working for a doctor who was like another grandparent to me. So for me, it's just like, it's fine. There are things you do. You go to the dentist every six months. You go to the doctor every year. Um, it's, you get in your car and go to work every day. It's like just for, for my family, it's just something that gets done. Um, well, and then like, so if you're somebody with, so if you're overweight, um, if you're maybe a person of color who feels discrimination when they go to the doctor, um, cause that's definitely a thing. Um, if you're somebody who suffers from anxiety or depression, that can be a thing. I know like Shane is just convinced every time he goes to the doctor that he's going to be told he has cancer. I, I, and this is not, I'm not joking. Like, no, it's just, yeah. think that. Um, and that's a, not, that is a common actual, um, that's a common fear. That's not him, him thinking that actually is really quite, quite common. Yeah. And you can't like, people get told they have cancer. So it's not like this crazy unfounded thing, but also not every time you go to the doctor, you're going to learn. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're like 30 years old, you're, you're right. probably you're probably fine. Most 30 year olds don't, it, it happens. It happens much younger, but most of the time you're probably fine. 
You know, I had a friend who told me that if you live long enough, like you're going to get cancer, like kind of, it's just what our bodies do at some point. Sure. Um, <laughs> so like, just, just embrace the horror. So this what we're talking what, about, yeah, we're talking about a different kind of make it's, it's, it's how we as humans have um, like our atrocity to what we will do to one another knows no bounds. We'll take any opportunity. And I think the latest thing that people are, and I'm going to say this in quotes, making people do is get vaccines. Like that's the thing that people are in this COVID reality, feeling the pressure to do or not do. Um, I am vaccinated. I, I didn't do it like the second I could do it, but I was very happy to do it. Um, You've been on lockdown also for more than a year. Yes. So remember, you know, you have your baby and right as he is coming to where it's like, okay, he's, he's literally one month old. We can go out and do something. Everything shuts down. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it was, as they say, a bummer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We got, and, and I will tell you, if it was not for me, Shane would not have gotten the vaccine. Which is funny to me because he is like, he's been part of kind of why you haven't been really socialized last year. He's been the one concerned. He's like, you and the baby can't get sick. You and the baby can't be exposed to this. And he's doing it from a very loving, I don't want you guys sick. But it's funny that he's the like anti-vaxxer here in this situation Cause it's like, you're the one who I feel like you were like, okay, I'm concerned. I'm paying attention. I'm being aware, but like, I could probably go do something and be fine. Yes. And he Let's was like, here. if it was not for Shane, if I was still single Ren, I would have had COVID. <laughs> I well, that's, not, that's not really true. I didn't get, I haven't gotten COVID and well, I've been out. I would have been around my mom and my nieces sure. and they and, and, and yeah. Hannah and they had COVID. So <laughs> Hannah, yeah. Hannah, Hannah works in a restaurant. I don't know how you work in a restaurant. And I mean, it would be extremely difficult it. to avoid it. Sure. You're just dealing with anybody who comes in. Right. And like, right. you can take all the safety precautions you want at some, at some point, it's still a risk. Right. And I think I'm sure she did the very best she could, but yeah, she got it. Sure. Uh, nobody, I nobody wants her. to get Right. Yeah, true. But I mean, and then you probably would have been fine. Right. A lot of people did die. A lot of people die every day. I do not, I am not, I think it is serious. I think it is a big deal. I do, you know, think that we're, uh, so I had not thought of this angle. Of course, Doobie sent us this information and said, Hey, have you heard about this? This might be something good to talk about. And I'm like, as I'm reading it, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are we just really, we really just are horrible people. Like all, everybody is horrible. Who thinks of this shit? Yeah. So what, what Doobie sent us was, um, I guess it's a blog post or something of that nature from Dr. Caitlin Jetalina, Jetalina. Um, 
<laughs> she says she, she has a master's in public health and a PhD in epidemiology and biostatistics. She's an assistant professor at a school of public health where her research lab resides and she teaches there and she has a secondary appointment at a medical school. So she, I think, has been putting out posts trying to translate a lot of the language of what's going on when the pandemic um, so that the lay person can understand it. Because I do think that a lot of misinformation comes along when people are just like, it's too much. I can't understand it. Right. Well, sure. Yeah. It's not, and it's not written for normal people to be able to. So she's doing a public service, but what she said was, and I will not read the whole thing, but I'm going to read part of it. Um, in the past 48 hours, I've gotten a disturbing number of emails and messages from followers saying that their partner is using the vaccine against them. I want to address this head on. Uh, there have been three scenarios thus far brought to my attention from a multitude of followers. Number one, partner controlling my access to family and friends until I get a vaccine. Partner not touching me or being in the same room as me because I got the vaccine and he doesn't want it to get, quote, shed on him. That's not how vaccines work. Three, fighting with my partner because he doesn't want the kids vaccinated and I'm afraid he's going to take them away from me while I'm in the shower. So... That sucks. <laughs> I will say, I <clears throat> I do have a lot of strong opinions on some things. I get that. On the whole vaccine thing, I feel because I just, I feel like if, so, okay, so Ren is vaccinated. I am not vaccinated because I cannot be vaccinated. Um, and that has nothing to do with I, I would get back. I've been vaccinated my whole life forever. I mean, it's why I haven't died of measles, mumps, and all the things that have been uh, eradicated because of vaccines. So I definitely believe in vaccines. I don't know that I care strongly enough <laughs> in either direction to make it a fight. Yeah. If Donnie came home and said, I really am anti-vaccine and he came up and he had a good legitimate concern that I appreciated or whatever I would say you know we would have a discussion you know what I mean we also have a relationship like that obviously he would not just come in and and neither would I but if it was like we're either going to get divorced if you do or do not get a vaccine then I probably would just do or not do the vaccine (laughs) like right I don't you know, this isn't like he's asking me to remove an arm. Right. But also, so I don't know. I just don't, I think I don't understand why we are so like why the vaccine is such a. So I think the vaccine, I I think the vaccine is just a vessel for someone who's already being, is already controlling. It's, it's an avenue that allows them to be controlling. Right. Sure. Yeah. And I, I do think that like, we can't say there's not a lot of fear and stuff around this, right? Like people are scared in, in both directions, right? People are scared of the vaccine. People are scared of the ramifications of getting COVID. People are scared of feeling over-controlled by government regulations around mask wearing. But I think that mostly when we're talking about these situations, I think the vaccine business is a good reason to tell someone they can't it, be around their family. I think, I think you're right. I mean, I know you're right because it is, it's just one more way. 
it's just, a, it's just one. Yeah. It's an excuse to be able to do what you were doing. As much as Shane has been, as much as we've been bunkered down, as much as Shane has been worried about us getting COVID, we have still had, like my mom came over for Christmas. She like, you know, we figured out a way that we could all do that. And his dad came over for Christmas. You know, we have had situations where you came over since we've had COVID. Um, not since we've had COVID, but since COVID has been a deal. Um, like we have had situations where we have found ways that I can be around people that I care about because yeah. he knows that that's important. It's kind of like when he sees, he sees I've gotten to the a point. <laughs> like Rin needs something. And so then we figure right. We can be reasonable in this. He, he clearly does not want you sick, which I love, that is lovely. Absolutely. But he also does know and value that you do need human interaction. We can go sit outside. Right. We've been at your house and my house. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like we can make this work. It's, and it's not that hard. It's, it's not, not that hard. hard. He's just choosing to not be an asshole. And that, that is right. But this is what we're talking about though. There's that line. So he's doing it out of care and love. Then where do we get to the control? Control. Where do we get to that? It's like where, where if you had said, well, she's coming over and we're sitting out back and he's like, well, if you do that, I'm taking the baby. Yes. Like that's, that's where we're, instead of him going, okay, let me strategically place chairs on the deck. That's his reaction. The other reaction is the, if she comes over, if she steps foot on our property, I'm taking our child. Like right. that's, or you can't be here anymore. This is um, my, or, you know, I pay for it. Partner not touching me or being in the same room as me because I got the vaccine and he doesn't want it shed on him. So first of all, like I said, that's not how vaccines work. Um. <laughs> it's because when we, when there, there was some, there were articles and everything saying if you had COVID that you could like shed it for several months, even though you were like, so I think that that's where they're taking that. They took that as, because you're getting the vaccine, that means you're getting COVID. Well, and which, that speaks to the crazy, like misinformation, QAnon age that we're living in, right? Yeah. And so that's probably, that's a whole other episode. I'm sure there's a lot of QAnon marriages going through troubles right now, where one spouse believes something crazy <laughs> and the other one doesn't. Um, but that is, I can't even imagine somebody being like, I'm not going to touch you. Can you imagine though, these, you said that, you know, I just thought about this, that QAnon like group, there is a pretty, there's kind of a demographic there. It is kind of like middle-aged men um, and women, but what happens if you've been married? Like nothing ever was a catalyst for like crazy, like Trump. What if you've been married to someone for 30 years and all of a sudden they're like, they're all, you know, this was the catalyst for their crazy. And you're like, holy crap. Like you're on QAnon, like I, you know, like I can't be married to you. Right. And this like 30 years later and, you know, you get a couple kids and anyway. Okay. Sorry. No. Keep going. By the way, just... Let's not let Donnie near any QAnon websites. <laughs> He's too caring. He would, I feel like he, he I, would... I, it's not good. <laughs> Try to therapize them. Yes. Does Donnie know about QAnon? 
I think so. I think in kind of a broad, he is not, he'll say, he'll, it's funny. He'll, he'll come up and go like when Trump was still president, he was like, did you see what he said? I'm like, yes, honey. It's been, and he goes, what the hell's the matter with him? You know, like, I love him so much. It's just like, who says that? Let alone the president of the United States. And I'm like, <laughs> that guy. Yeah. <laughs> That guy says it. <laughs> so I do think, you know, kind of Katrina and I were talking about this right before we started recording. What we don't want to say is like, it's totally okay when women pressure men to do this, but it's, uh, it's not okay when men pressure women to do it. The way the pressure happens is important. Um, there's actually a bigger term for this medical coercion. Um, and it's, you know, trying to get someone to do something um, yeah. medically. And at some point it actually becomes illegal. <laughs> right? Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, it, this is all, all of these little slippery slopes. And it's like what we talked about, the hysterectomy stuff and consent and the vasectomy stuff and consent. And all of these things are so very slippery. Remember HIPAA exists. And that does not, your spouse does not have rights to your medical anything unless they have a medical power of attorney. Right. So you don't get to tell me what to do. You don't get to check to see if I've done it. None of those things. And like, if you're having to do that, if you got to look behind a door, then something's wrong. Other, I mean, you know, there's more things wrong than whatever that like seeming situation is, you know what I mean? And so, mm -mm, nope. So there is, I think some reasons why we see it in terms of the vaccine more the abuse happening from men to women. It's also important to say that this happens in all kinds of relationships. You know, we're not just men and women anymore. Right. Uh, and nor have we ever been, but I'm sure these things happen in female, female relationships, female, male relationships, yeah. how, however people identify this isn't a one trick. In he, but in heteronormative, it's mostly the man abusing the woman, but that is not always, that isn't women abuse men plenty. Okay. Like we're, you know, also, but we but do the reason I think as far as this is concerned, yeah. uh, women are much more likely to get the COVID-19 vaccine than men. Um, and it often causes a rift in couples. Um, this is more from the, the doctor we were talking about. Uh, decades of research have shown men are less likely to seek preventative and non-preventative care. Uh, it's been linked to masculine, freaking toxic masculinity, uh, yep. riskier behaviors among men, political attitudes, and perceived severity of health problems. You know, it's not a big deal kind of thing. Right. Um, so that I think definitely plays into it. Um, I think they're always afraid something they're going to do is going to affect their virility too. I swear to God, your wiener will work. Um, one in, so these are just some stats to remember. One in four women are a victim of intimate partner violence. One in nine men are victims in a relationship. One in four same-sex couples are in a toxic relationship. Yeah. Um, so it, I mean, so we are just pretty, pretty bad in abusing each other is what I read there. Yes. Um, so this is interesting. So like we were talking about medical coercion is kind of the larger umbrella for this. So 
she said they see it all the time in reproductive medicine, uh, a partner not allowing someone to use birth control. That's, that's evil. <laughs> that's not okay. Um, she had a research participant who told her that their partner wouldn't allow them to get cancer medication. Uh, the solution they figured was getting the medication delivered to her friend's house. So that I don't is, know you, it's, that's evil. <laughs> he also must have a really good life insurance policy on her, one or dead. Because I don't understand why. That or like some religious reason. That's the first thing I thought of. You know, there are yeah. like religious groups who don't believe in medication. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what it made me think of is, so when I went through the process of growing and birthing the dragon, um, <laughs> at very many steps, like every time we had the, um, what's it called when they look inside your belly? Uh, ultrasound? Ultrasound. It's, or it's sonogram. Um, so every time they did that, when I would go to the bathroom, they would have something up in the bathroom. And, and I think every time that I had to give a urine sample too, they have something up in there saying, here's what you need. If you are in a situation that is not safe with your partner, here's how you can let us know. I've seen stuff online where they have stickers in the bathroom at places like that, where you, if you put a sticker on the bottom of your urine sample cup, they know to like ask your partner to leave the room so they can talk to you. Um, and in the hospital, um, at some point Shane left to get like a drink of water or something. And the nurses made sure to come in while he was gone and asked me mm. if I was being abused, if I was afraid to go home, like if there was anything that they needed to know in that capacity. And of course I was able to say, no, I'm all, you know, I'm all good. But I loved that they did that. It would never have occurred to me. Sure. I hate that they even have to. Um, And the idea of you having just had a child and having to extricate yourself with a newborn now from your husband, it's absolutely just horrific to think of. Yeah. They Uh, actually, so I didn't remember this. They actually did it before and after. Uh, Cause I remember they did it the, (laughs) the night before when they were trying to start my labor and whatnot. And then my mom reminded me they did it when she was in the room too. So, which was, would have definitely been after. Um, well, no, she was in there before anyway, but um, yeah, I think it's kind of incredible that the medical community has kind of built that into care. Um, but very sad, like you said, that they have to. Which kind of brings us into the next kids and, and um, how you deal with your vac- you know, vaccinating your child. Well, taking kids away from someone because they're vaccinated or because you're, or they're not, or like, yeah, now we're getting into the point where kids are going to be able to get vaccinations and that is just going to open up a whole nother box of troubles. So then it's like, so here, like then we've got, okay, well, if you're not going to get vaccinated, then I'm taking your kids from you or vice versa. And then if you aren't willing to vaccinate our child, or if you vaccinate our child, you know, I'm going to take you to court. Like there's like, there's a lot well, there's going to be people vaccinating their kids and telling them they can't tell the other parent. Yeah. And that's not, that's going to happen. Absolutely. And I am not for it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, what if, what if your kid is in a situation where they really need the vaccine and the other parent doesn't have a leg to stand on though? I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying like, I, feel I, yeah, like- I know I, and I understand. And I, I mean, Look, I, this is of course coming so for from, the parent that wants to protect their kid and is being stopped. Sure. 
this is coming from the childless, you know, but you know, that's why you need to watch, you need to, you know, pay attention to who the fuck you're having kids with. Yeah. Honestly, like this isn't, this is why, you know, kids get brought in willy nilly and we don't think about these things in advance. This is something that of course you could never say what happens if whatever, but it's like, you really need to know the fundamentals of how your partner thinks before you're going to produce another human life because of this very situation. Because if something works, does not work out between you and like Shane, it doesn't matter. Your child should still be number one, your child. And you guys still have to agree on the very fundamentals of that child, his caring, his care and you know, all of that. Yeah. Well, I think what you said, how the person thinks is important because there are all kinds of things. I think about the way Shane and I parent that like we wouldn't have known before we had him. Right. And have changed what we thought. Right. But like, I know that we both put him first and we can have conversations and listen to each other. Right. And that's important. Right. So no matter what, if you guys were not married still, he is still the priority having a discussion and being mature adults to say, okay, let's talk about the pros and cons in this. Let's come to some kind of reasonable solution, whether you're married or not. Yeah. Whether you ever were married or not, whether you're together or not, whether anything, this is stuff that's important. And like you said, before your kid is born, you can't know what kind of parent you're going to be. We are both a lot more open to him watching television than we were before he was born. (laughs) Everything is a theory beforehand. In practice, everything is different. But knowing the fundamentals of how someone thinks, or at least knowing that you will always be mature enough to have a conversation with their other parent, because they do matter. Yes. um, And you can't just do something without the other parent's consent. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. That's, that's crazy. It is crazy. That's their child too. I don't, I, I mean, you know, no, absolutely not. So I mean, this is going to get real ugly. <laughs> um, yeah. This is, this is just, but it's one more thing. It's just one more thing. Right. Yes. So if you are a person who are, is, is you know, if you're in this situation, um, here's what she suggests, uh, recognize the control or the shame Uh, it's abuse. Emotional blackmail or acting superior is a sign of emotional abuse too. Um, That one might be hard to hear, right? Because there's probably a lot more people experiencing that than experiencing the, I'm going to take your kid away from you. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the manipulation is always the, the manipulation is the one that, that that's the slow kill. Um, You don't know what's happening sometimes until you're so far in you've been manipulated. And, um, that is exactly why it's done that way. That's right. Well, and also they get more comfortable, don't they? Um, don't isolate yourself or allow isolation from your support group. Keep in contact with your friends, even if this is virtual, um, take care of your mental health, go for yourself, uh, go for yourself. I don't know what that means. Um, oh, I think she means like, to a therapist. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, safety plan. Abuse can escalate. Sometimes it's slow. Sometimes it's fast. If you notice escalation, you should create a safety plan. Um, 
you know, and that's like the lady who is, you know, having her medicine delivered to a friend, like have a plan in place for yeah. getting out of a situation. Uh, out of. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is kind of the way you have to handle all abuse. It's just one more thing to kind of be aware of. Um, I think that the most helpful, I guess, is if you heard a friend of yours say something kind of weird to kind of pay attention to those little trigger like words. Um, yeah. It's like, he said, what, you know, and some people aren't in tune with that. Um, I, I don't know that I would look for it, but I think there are certain things. If you said them, I'd be like, Shane said what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm not really the whole abuse thing. I'm not exactly familiar with, you know what I mean? I've never luckily been abused, um, or been really in with somebody who's being abused or been abused. But I still think, I don't know, as a woman, all the things that we've read, we've talked about so many of these things. I do think, like I said, if you said something that Shane said, I'd be like, wait, say that again. Like (laughs) explain to me. Yeah what the context and, you know, I don't jump off and just immediately assume Shane is abusing you, but I do seek some clarity. Let's say that. Yeah. If the last thing she said is you control your body and medical decisions, no one else Uh, for COVID-19, a vaccine is literally the best thing you can do to protect yourself, your partner, and your family from COVID. The vaccine in no way can shed or hurt others. In fact, it helps others by slowing and sometimes stopping the spread among the viral load. So but kind of Katrina, what you were getting into is what if you are not in the situation, but you are around someone who is in this situation. Um, I have been, so I know a lot of women who have been in abusive relationships and it's not always the people that you would suspect. Um, not in my personal experience. Yeah listening and not flying off the handle and making accusations, uh, is definitely the right way to go. (laughs) Um, Pretty much always with everything, pretty much always with everything. Um, (laughs) and I think the best thing that you can do, like the worst thing you can do is cut yourself off. Um, because the person, the abuser is already trying to do that. Don't help them do their job. Um, yeah, this isn't like cutting off an addict, right? This is something different. The best thing you can do is listen, be on, like, be honest without being accusatory. Um, and be like that friend who had the medicine delivered to her house, be an outlet, um, you know, advocate for them, be somewhere where they can go to be a safe place. Um, it is an incredibly hard thing to watch someone you love in a relationship like that, but not nearly as hard as someone being in a relationship like that. And um, there's just all kinds of things that when someone gets into a relationship like that, that that you just, you can't understand their headspace and how invested they are and scared they are. And you just kind of have to be there for them. Yeah. You don't have to understand it. You just need to not be an asshole. And you, you know, you can be clear and say, you know, you're in an abusive relationship you should get out and found you need me. Right. You, know, you don't, you don't have to pretend that it's something that it's not. No, 
be okay with it, but don't just abandon that person. That's yeah. What you having to deal with them is not as hard as what they're dealing with. And don't make it so that like, that's the only thing you ever talk about and they can't come to you to talk about a TV show or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, once again, you're not pretending you're just keeping a connection. You're just maintaining your connection with them as two human beings. Right. Right. Yep. Um, and I think probably a lot of people are going to need that now and going forward in, in the world. Right. I mean, they did anyway, but things are just getting worse. <laughs> There's just- more and more ways to control people, especially, I mean, mm-hmm. The domestic violence has gone up considerably since um, yeah, shut down. So we all need to be mindful, I think, right now. Like we said, our atrocities know no bounds. Yes. So probably don't do that. And also there are places, we will put on our website and everything, um, places if you are, if you do need help, if you are seeking out help or being abused, um, sometimes you don't feel like you can talk to somebody who, you know, and I understand that too. So we'll have stuff and, and make sure that that kind of stuff is, is known and talked about because it is, you know, you may say, oh, you can always come to me, but somebody can't come to you um, for whatever reason. Make sure they know that they have other options, right? There's, yeah. there's a lot of resources out there for all of us. And again, this is, you know, we're kind of generally talking in the heteronormative because that's what, those are our relationships, but, um, you know, as cisgender women, but if you're anything else, it doesn't matter who's abusing you or who's holding something like this over your head, you know, there's, there is help and space and you should not stand for it or take it. So, um, on that, look for our website, right? That other F word.com. We're on Instagram, that other that other F word pod, Facebook, uh, make sure you subscribe you like, and, uh, have some other friends subscribe and like, make sure if you think somebody would enjoy what we're talking about, let them know. Because what's been more enjoyable than this episode. Yeah. We are- 10 laughs a minute. <laughs> have we, I mean, we are up to like over a hundred episodes and I swear half of the damn ones are on some kind of abuse. <laughs> Like, oh, I think it just feels like it. We have, we try to save the down ones for when Mitch isn't here. <laughs> yeah, he gets, he's like, well, that was lively. Yeah. <laughs> so remember, they're not all a bummer. And also remember, feminism isn't a bummer.